As I spoke with the children this morning about the song, Jesus Loves Me, there was a part there that I wanted them to get, and really it's, there's a part of that song I want all of us to get. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. That first part there, they are weak. See, the the song doesn't just refer to the little children, I believe. I believe the song really refers to all of us. As God's children in this world, all of us, whether we'd like to uh, believe it or not, we're weak. And so the reality is uh, we don't like that idea of being weak. This is, this is not a popular notion today. And part of it is, is part of our background, even within our country and in our culture. Says we live in a country, remember, that was founded on the idea that we are strong. That we would not be dominated by tyranny. This is going way back, Revolutionary War times. We wouldn't be dominated by the tyranny of another country. You know, we would break away We would be our own free people to stand on our own two feet and look forward into the future with bravery and courage. And then we also, as I've seen uh, in our society, there is a, a cultural stereotype that's been around for a long time with boys, that boys shouldn't cry. You probably know. Even if you didn't say it, you know where that's going. But boys shouldn't cry. Boys can't be weak. And then boys grow up to be men, and they feel like it's wrong to show any kind of weakness. Now, while I wholeheartedly agree with the empowerment of women... I think I've noticed something that has happened in in recent years and continues to happen. That I think many women actually have taken on this unhealthy stereotype that men have struggled with for so long. But even among women, that they're not supposed to show weakness. That you have to appear strong all the time. So this, this issue is, I think, confronting all of us. I think we need to talk about it. I, I think God wants to talk with us this morning about it. I think God is saying, I think you've missed it. You've missed the mark on what true strength is all about. You're trying to be strong all the time, whether physically or through a strong personality. You know, always trying to assert yourself. To make sure you have the upper hand in the situation or in the relationship. You know, to make it look like you are in control. Or to play the part of being the strong one in the family. See, all these things I've just 
listed. Living in these ways, just saying, I have, to, I have to continue to be this way. It can be very exhausting in an unhealthy way to live. So our first point this morning is this. Stop trying so hard to be strong. You didn't think I'd say that today, but I'm saying it. And this is all going to, I think, kind of make sense as we go through together on learning what real strength is all about. So, especially the, the way I, I, I referenced it here, the kind of worldly strength and the, what we've learned growing up and what we feel we need to be for others. You know, stop trying so hard to be strong. The second of the Ten Commandments says that we are not to have any idols pull us away from God. I hear this now. Oh, hear this. There's, there's a call. I, I, see that? I hear this. Oh, we hope it's a call from God. Someone pick it up. Answer. Okay. Moving forward. This is important here. Just tune in. Did you know that your inclination to always be strong can be an idol? Whoa. Something we think, like, I'm supposed to be strong. I'm supposed, this is what I've learned from my youth, and this is what I need to be for others in the workplace or the home or wherever. Did you know your, your inclination to always be strong can be an idol? So your own strength can become a God, little g. That's what idols are. All idols, things that we look to or trust in other than God, we call them little g gods. We're not supposed to trust and put our lives in the hands of, of anyone else other than God. Nothing. And so sometimes we do say, in my own strength, you know, I'm going to do it. Get through. Do what needs to be done. See, to keep living this way is not helping you, and it's actually not helping others. This prideful attitude is an attempt to glorify yourself instead of glorifying God. And when you present this to others, this appearance always, of being strong, you're actually saying, you, know, you can rely on me you don't need to rely on God. A lot of times that's what we're, we're saying ourselves even. I, I, I'm good. I don't need to rely on God. I, I can do this. That's not a place we ever want to be where we stop relying on God who gave us life and who sustains our very lives to keep going. So here's the straight truth. Real strength, real strength is not manufactured by you or by me. Real strength is given by God. It's given. So we need, we need to receive it. We cannot make it, manufacture it, like many of the industries we have right around here. Let's look at Psalm 59, verse 17. This is speaking to, to God here. It says, you are my strength. I sing praise to you, God. You are my fortress, my God on whom I rely. There it is. Not relying on the self. I rely on God. 
So God, you, you are my strength. May that be in every heart among us today. God, you, you are strong. I'm weak. You are strong. You see, so many people think that strength is something that has to be worked really hard at. It has to be, has to be shown on the outside, whether through brute force or aggressive actions or a domineering attitude. But often these outward forms of strength that we manufacture in our flesh, in our humanness, these push people away. It's not a good way to gain friends and influence others. You know, a lot of people have, can get that reputation of like, whoa, kind of a harsh person. They're trying to, they're trying to they're, you know, and it's not always that overt. Sometimes it's more subtle, okay? See, that's not the kind of strength that we want people to view in us as people of faith. So our next point reveals the better way. True strength is on the, say it with me, inside from God's spirit working within you. Okay? So we've all been taught and, 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 and caught this from others, kind of this, this outward strength. We have to shift. True strength is on the inside, coming from God, His Spirit in us. There's a, I have a classic verse I want to go to now in Zechariah uh, 4, verse 6. This is a great one. It says, Not by might, nor by power. See, that's the kind of stuff that we want to uh, do. That's the stuff we've been talking about. Not by that, not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. The Lord was revealing back then and again to us today, He is the power source. The Bible tells us the good news that real strength comes in through God's Spirit when we trust in Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He says then He sends His Spirit into us to live in us, to give us the help that we desperately need. He comes in, He says, I'm I'm going to give you that overcoming power for the difficulties you face. You don't have to do it alone. There's help. Jesus said, by my spirit, I'm going to give you help. The next scripture we're going to look at in a moment is, is this is very counter-cultural, counter-intuitive when it comes to understanding weakness and strength. This one I wanted to kind of end with as we look at... Um, Understanding what strength is all about because it's just very powerful. Uh, so the Apostle Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, I mean, his life was turned around uh, by God you know, when Jesus uh, met him. And Paul was against the church. He was, didn't believe in Jesus at all, but Jesus kind of confronted him, loved him enough to just turn his life around. And, and, but through that, through his ministry, traveled, preaching the gospel. And he, he came under many hardships. And there was a time when he asked God to take away a, cer- a certain trial that he was going through. We're not exactly sure what it was. Uh, scholars still debate that. What was this trial? That, that Paul said, please, Lord, take this away. We don't know, but it was hard. That's all we need to know. And he said, Lord, take this away. He's making him feel very inadequate, very weak, very troubled. 
Now we go into, see, but he said to me, and this is Jesus speaking. He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And Paul goes on to say, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses. See, he wasn't hiding his weakness anymore. He's like, I'm going to boast about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Our next point showcases what these verses are all about. When you reveal your weakness, not when you hide it, not when you, think it, you act like it's not there. When you reveal your weakness, God will reveal his strength. Don't we want his strength to come through, be made known in us and in the lives of others? Yes. So we have to be more okay with being weak. But if I tell you, you know, I, I love you. I tell you, if you, if you want to continue in that cultural thing, if I've got to be strong and I'm, I'm good, I'm okay, and that appearance, uh, if you continue in that, you are going to short-circuit the strength of God in your life. You're just not going to feel his power. You're not going to see it. God's like, okay, I'll let you keep doing your thing. I'll let you keep doing it on your own until you finally come to me. I'll let you. Remember, Jesus said, ask and you will receive. So we need to ask for his strength and we'll receive it when we ask for it. So our application, as we think about this week and in our lives, what, do we, what can we do? I mean, don't hold in your weakness. Don't hide your needs. Share it. Share it with God and share it with others. In prayer, we need to confess to God our moments of need. Lord, I need your help, just like we prayed with the, the children this morning. But also share it with others. A new strength of God will come into your life when you share your needs, share where you're weak. Something new will happen in your relationship with the other person, whether it's your spouse, a mom, a dad, a child, a friend, co-worker. Something new is going to happen there when you stop hiding. See, the other person is going to be like, wow, something good happens. They'll realize, I I'm, not the I'm not the only one struggling with this. Too. They'll feel like, okay, we're in this together. And they'll feel like they can then share with you and share with others their needs. And that something starts to happen of saying, it's okay to have needs. It's okay to show some of our struggles because we just, we have them. And we're weak. We just have it. And to say, Lord, may your strength come into us and in all our relationships. I spoke with the kids this morning about how, uh, well, I didn't go into a lot of detail, but share more with you that I, I struggled for a long time uh, when I was young, about being so small. You know, I looked around, and I'm like, you know, why can't I be big and strong like the other boys? And so this is something, that not just in my boyhood, but, you know, into adulthood, 
that, that I've struggled with. You know, kind of working through these self-esteem issues. Like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a little guy. And, and as you've seen before this sermon, in the church, I, I have joked about it. And I do that more now because I'm more confident than I was years ago. Not like many years ago. I think, I, you know, it's probably, I'd say, I don't know, in my late 20s and into my 30s that God started to help me with this, to say, Andy, true strength is not in how you look. You know? It's who you are. It's my strength in you, on the inside, that makes you strong. And so God has helped me through this tremendously. Uh, I want to, again, by way of having a little fun, look up here. You know, I'm never going to shop at this store, okay? (laughs) See, I I, I was, honestly, I was looking for socks a few days ago this past week. And I'm being, I was being real, real anal Andy about the socks. I was going like every store in the Edinburgh outlet about looking for certain black socks that, okay, I won't get into it, but I, and I didn't find them. But I went by the store, and I thought, I'm taking a picture of this to show to the church, just to kind of say, you know, the casual male XL. I've never been in there. I won't go in there, you know. I try to be a casual male, but I'm definitely not XL, you know. So I just say that to have fun because I've, you know, the Lord's helped me to say that, Andy, some of that stuff can be part of your past. It's okay that you're small. You can be big in here on the inside through the strength I give you. And uh, starting to close up here, is, uh, my middle name is David, named after my dad. And so I often look to David in the Bible. Uh, you know, when other people saw him next to the, to the giant, he looked really small. People thought, no way. They laughed at him. They thought, there's no way that he could bring down that giant. But see, David was not relying on his outward appearance or on his physical strength. He was relying on the mighty strength of God. He had faith that God's strength in him and through him would bring the giant down. He had that faith of God's strength. I want us to have that faith in God's strength in us. Because we have and we will face giants of many kinds. Ones that we cannot face in our own strength. It could be a financial crisis, a strained marriage, declining health, or a difficult diagnosis on our own. Facing all of that, we are weak, but he is strong. Give your weaknesses over to God, and he will be the strength that you need. Amen.